Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. Time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Sainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Uh, I'm back. I'm back in the good old U.S. of A. Excellent. So, <sighs> at, uh, where, where, where all have you been, exactly? The last mm. 35 days, I went, uh, let's see here, uh, Boston. I went to Sweden. I went to the Netherlands. I went to the UK. I went to Denmark, and I went to Norway. Wow. That's (sighs) quite a trip. Yes. 35 days. So you 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 planned on going to Boston, and and then everything else just kind of happened after that? No. Wrong turn here, wrong turn there? No, 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 no. I, I planned on going to Sweden. To do the craft brew conference there with uh, my good friends Magnus and Dan Magnus, and they put on this conference, which is fantastic. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, okay. And then I, I agreed to do that, and then I agreed to do this other festival in Norway, which was like two weeks later. And I said, "Hey, yeah, well, I'll you know it's two weeks. I'll just go and I'll I'll tour around with my daughter, and we'll have a good time." And then. Uh, they moved the the conference uh, like two weeks earlier than that. So then all of a sudden it was four weeks between the two, and I'm oh, like, wow. uh, you know, I don't want to disappoint either one, right? right. And then uh, the Boston thing got thrown on the front of that, <laughs> and then it became five weeks. Oh, pretty you know, nice trip though. I bet it was wonderful. So, it was just very he- long and very tiring. Yeah. Any favorite fish dishes from it? <laughs> well, there was no uh, there was no walleye, uh, um, and I didn't have any lutefisk. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, I did have uh, quite a bit of. Uh, I had some very nice smoked salmon on one of the flights. I had uh, some great uh, fish and chips. Um, mm. And the best was actually at the Fuller's Pub at the brewery there. It was oh. spectacular. It was, the the coating on it was so thin and so crisp. It was wow. flawless. I mean, it is the best fish and chips I had anywhere in the world. And I'm, I, I'm a bit of an aficionado. I uh, spend my time, uh, you know, enjoying fish and chips around the world. Yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, you're making me hungry. It was pretty, pretty dang spectacular. Um, so I, I, I had a good time. I spent. Uh, I'm quite exhausted. 
So mm-hmm. I flew in last night, and uh, but uh, you know it was all worth it, and uh, oh, you know especially since you know the, all these places I went, I met great passionate beer people, and um, you know great breweries. I did great collaborations. I did uh, you know just so many wonderful things. Um, you know, I'd, I'd be embarrassed or ashamed to say, you know, anything other than I had a spectacular time. Yeah, yeah. It'd be I cruel and cold of me. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, the highlight for me, uh, you know, or one of the highlights, not that any of them were highlights, but one of my favorite things was Sweden. The only place in Sweden I've seen so far is Malmo, Sweden, because that's where uh, my friends have this uh, craft brew conference. That uh, this was the second year, and it was okay. spectacular. And the, the and the Swedish people are just wonderful, and it's a joy to go visit there. So uh, I've actually, uh, you know, one of the the places that would be a joy to visit. Speaking of places that are a joy to visit, yeah, yeah, Indiana, Indiana, yes, yeah, and, and like <laughs> near near the thriving metropolis of Lafayette, perhaps Lafayette. I think I'm going to be there in June. Ah, uh, that's that's sort of my plan. I'm working. That's it. excellent. I'd love to go. And why would I want to go to Lafayette, Indiana? Well, because our good friend John Blickman is there for one. That's right. Well, that's that's pretty much my main reason. <laughs> <To go> to <laughs> Lafayette, Indiana. <laughs> pretty much my only reason. Uh, okay. No, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing my good friend John and uh, uh, checking out the factory. I've never been there. Uh, uh, see where the. I imagine he's got like a an office that is got like uh, some beanbag chairs, some velvet paintings. <laughs> Black light, um, a lot of incense burning. Uh, probably. Well, there are a lot of insects burning, yeah. <laughs> that or, yeah, it's more mad scientists. There's probably more like, yeah. uh, you know, Tesla coils going off, shocking yeah, employees yeah. back into working. Um, <laughs> I imagine there is all sorts of spectacular stuff going on at the Blickman uh, engineering uh should we say compound? Uh, what, should, what should we call it? Uh, corporation. <laughs> corporation. Oh, yeah, so you, even you choke on that word. I do, yes. <clears throat> compound works. Compound, yeah. right. Um, well, our good friend John Blickman. Uh, check him out, BlickmanEngineering.com. Uh, they've got all sorts of fantastic uh, equipment to make your uh, brew day much more inspiring and exciting and fruitful and um, efficient. Efficient, another one. Uh, and uh, you can uh, tell them how much you enjoy that they sponsor the show by just uh, emailing them at feedback at blakemanengineering dot com. Because now that email works. Uh, I've been told. <laughs> Uh, it's only been like two years we've been telling people to use feedback at BlickmanEngineering.com, <laughs> and now it actually works. 
Hey, you know, and he was telling me, oh, just change who you're pointing them to. I'm like, no, no, no. Just add the alias, dude. So, wow. Uh, he got that um, done. There, there's technology, and then there's technology, you know. Right. right. <clears throat> there's hardware, and there's software. Yeah. I would say John's more of a hardware guy. Exactly. I'm more of a software guy. There you go. There's the difference. Uh, so check them out, BlickmanEngineering.com. All right. So, uh, no, I had such a spectacular time in Sweden, and I always do, and especially at this conference, I invited... My good friends uh, Magnus and Dan Magnus to join us on the show. Uh, you guys there? Yes, we are. There hello, you go. Magnus here. Yeah, hello, down here. And the, one of the great things about visiting Sweden is everybody. Uh, is named uh, Magnus? Or? Uh, well, fifty yeah. percent <laughs> of the population <laughs> is, is named Magnus, has a beard, and owns a brewery. Um, yeah. But uh, everybody speaks English too. And yeah. they will they will switch between English and Swedish, no problem. But generally, if you are there and you are paying attention, they'll speak in English, so you are not left out. And if they're off on their own, they'll speak Swedish. But, you know, if they see you're standing there, they'll, like, switch into English for you, so you're not uh, missing out on anything. Yeah, that, just, that, that's uh, actually quite true, Jamil. Yeah. The Swedish people <laughs> are just really nice. I don't know if you realize this. I mean, not you two guys, but the rest of you, the folks. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they are. I don't know. <laughs> but but you know, Jamil, uh, one thing that I realized during your intro was that uh, I thought that uh, damn, we were terrible hosts. So uh, so next year, <laughs> what we will do for yes. you yes. and for you as well, uh, John, if you if you uh, care to. To join this uh, this uh, wonderful conference that we're arranging, uh, is okay. that uh, the day before the conference we'll set up uh, something special for you? Uh, Swedish Sustrum. massage? No, no. <laughs> we're we're on the topic of fish now. Ah, yes. Uh, we ah. we have a surströming, which is uh, well, they they call it uh, fermented herring, but it's, uh, ah. it's uh, down to earth rotten. It's it smells yeah. terrible. A lot uh, of ammonia to it. I've tried it once, and uh, yeah, uh, I let you try it too. And then the lutefisk, <laughs> that's that's kind of okay. We we have uh, actually in the in the where we have our brewery, there is uh, one company that that makes one of the best uh, lutefisks in Sweden. Yeah, one and of the largest also, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, there are all other creepy fish items as well, like uh, <laughs> Pike's eye. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's a deliciousy. That's right, uh, right I, up I, 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 I John's never alley. never tried it, but it's supposed to be uh, very <laughs> tasty. Uh, we'll, we, we'll, uh, uh, even if I'll go and fish the pike myself, uh, I'll arrange that for you. So, awesome. yeah. Okay. Well, like You're I told my, my kids, you know, if a food item, you try try any of it at once. Yeah. yeah. You know, and once is probably, it sounds like it's plenty uh, for your <laughs> fermented fish and pike's eye. <laughs> but I will have it also with uh, a spiced up uh, hard liquor, aquavit, and uh, so we bring the one, oh. the one we we have made. I got violently uh, drunk off of aquavit back in college, where I nearly died. And yeah, but you shouldn't drink it like that. You should drink it uh, a bit more. It, drink more. <laughs> I should drink it to the point where it kills me. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that was that uh, aquavit. I can taste it today. 
you know, just the memory of it is still so strong. You know, like thirty uh, some odd years later, I'm still quite quite queasy over the, the thought of aquavie. It goes together with the the pickled herring. It's excellent. All right. Hey, <laughs> if I that. if I vomit yeah. all over your brewery, then uh, you know that's, that's you'd just... be like a seagull. Then yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I wanted to talk about uh, you know the conference. I want to talk about the uh, your brewery. I want to talk about the beer scene in Sweden and maybe Scandinavia in general. I mean things about your ingredients and uh, you know what kind of beers people are focused on, all that stuff. Uh, so let's do this. I need to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, I want to get into all that uh, uh, with you guys. All right? Sure. Okay. We'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. 
That's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft lines. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Back to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. (laughs) All right, we're back. We're talking about uh, Springfest and Bevo drinking tea instead of hard alcohol. And uh, Adam and Eve. Yes. There you go. Apparently, y'all don't buy enough dildos and uh, sex swings. <laughs> what? <clears throat> Am I good? Did, uh... oh, there we go. Why is Bevo so into your guys' show? She's in there chatting with you. Yeah. She's having a great time. That's why. That's why you are no longer invited to our show because Bevo participates and loves us, what? and you you hated us and you you shunned us. <laughs> and you, Jamil, if you go back and you listen to those shows, I was wildly participatory. I was all over those. Oh, shows. maybe that's a problem. Oh, maybe too that's, much. That's a problem. That, you were too much. Didn't shut you up. You were too involved with the show. <laughs> We we became uncomfortable. I see. I'm for, please forgive me. I'll, I'll go away now. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Ah uh, yes, yes. Or am I just been Bebo and you know alone? Bebo's got the big sweater, Hogan's. I think that that is really the difference there, Scott. Um, I don't know if you're listening, but uh, yeah, that's that's the difference. Is Bebo has the big sweater, Hogan's? You have none. 
I don't well, know. Mine are getting bigger by the day. Yeah, you're growing some good ones there, but you know, <laughs> filled with beer, <laughs> something like beer. filled with something. <laughs> right. You could nurse an alcoholic child on them things. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yes. All right, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys stayed up till midnight here in Sweden to uh, participate in this <laughs> fine show. Um. Speaking of fine shows, all right, so uh, I've been saying uh, already that uh, your conference, I think, is excellent. It's it's not huge. I mean, it's still quite intimate and, uh, uh, you know, where y- you can meet everybody who shows up for the, for the conference. It's, you know, 60, 70 people, and um, – uh, you get a chance to to mingle and talk, and uh, you know it's it's still it, it, one of the nice things is that it's a fairly uh, you know tight knit group of of people from around the area that show up for this. But I'm telling you, the quality of the information you're putting on, and, and the effort you guys put into uh, controlling uh, you know what kind of information is presented. So that people aren't just like selling crap to, uh, you know, that the, it's not like sales presentations to people. It's actual useful, productive information for their brewery. Because of that, I think you guys are going to just do amazing things with this conference. Well, uh, thank you, Emil, because that, that, that you, you're bringing up something that uh, we actually uh, have as uh, as an aim for us, that uh, uh, the conference should be about education, not not just uh, a sales talk uh, mm-hmm. for the companies that are doing presentations. So uh, that is why we are focusing so hard on uh, getting this. I know what you say, Lamangus. Yeah, uh, that's that's exactly because we we went to a couple of conferences before we actually decided to start our own and they were they showed like organizational charts or very interesting and they show all the this is our product range all very interesting but behind that the person presenting maybe not all the presentations at that conference but they had a lot of knowledge that people at the end, at the question and answers section, that was maybe five minutes. Then they brought up all the, the good topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to turn that the other way around. So we put vendors outside in the uh, outside of the presentation or conference room, uh, and and you can mingle with the vendors, and you can have all the product uh, information out there. But uh, when they present, they they go to core nerdy <laughs> yeah, the nerd knowledge and the details and uh, among I mean like this year uh, the main focus was yeast so we spent the full day uh, I don't know Magnus was it uh, uh, Jamil or was it uh, Trolls that had the, the comment in the beginning I think it was Trolls uh, he said that it was amazing. Sixty-five people just staring at him, waiting eagerly to, for him to talk uh, as one presenter on a full day, just talking about uh, brewer's yeast. Yeah, uh, yeah, different, and, diff- different aspects. And that—that that is one thing that, uh, as I said, that we we want to make it educational. So it's mm-hmm. not only a conference. It uh, should be something where you, everyone that gets there, they should at least pick up a few items that they didn't know about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the way we think about it when we plan for the different topics uh, is that <clears throat> we want it to be a conference that we want to go to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's that's a good take because I mean we own the brewery, and uh, if we want to know about different stuff, then other people that also uh-huh, owns uh-huh. or works at the brewery, they want to know the same stuff. Well, and and you know, you guys actually, um, I don't want to say you control the information, but you kind of vet the information that the people are going to present. You have me send my presentations in, and you look at them and you comment on them and you say, well, this could be done better. Um, you know, why don't you yeah. talk about this? You know, and, and um, I found the feedback very useful, whereas a lot of conferences I go to, they've signed me up, you know, the subject matter is chosen, that's it. And I could do anything they have not put any time into, you know, actually vetting what I'm, I'm actually going to say. And you guys actually do that. And I think yeah. that's an important fact. Yeah. And then also, um, the whole thing's done in English. So anyone yeah. who thinks, well, I don't want to go to a Swedish conference because, you know, it's all going to be in Swedish. No, it's all in English. So you people in the U.K., you people in Denmark, you people in Norway, you people, you know, all around that area, in Germany, uh, you know, if you understand English, you could go to this conference in in, in uh, Malmo, Sweden, which just fly to, to Copenhagen, and then you're a 15 minute train ride from the uh, from the conference. Uh, couldn't be easier. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm shocked that all these people are not you know swamping you with uh, uh, you know trying to register. Yeah, we, we were actually talking to uh, like 12 uh, who came from Denmark and. Uh, and I mean, it's uh, probably much easier to come from Denmark to go to the conference than it is uh, to to come from Sweden to go to the conference if you want to go with uh, public oh, transportation. Because right, right. You're five hours the first from stop after Stockholm. you reach Sweden. Then you're at the conference. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Why every Danish brewer isn't there uh, seems odd. Yeah, next next year they'll be there. Exactly. Next next year we'll, right. we'll be glad to invite them. Well, and the the people from the UK, I mean, that's an easy trip. I did it. Yeah. You know, that's that's nothing. No, no, it's, 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 it's like an hour flight, and it's cheap. Exactly. It's like thirty bucks for a flight. Yep. yep. <laughs> All yeah, right. Fly, flying in Europe uh, these days are uh, ridiculously uh, cheap. Actually, it's, uh, that that's really good. Actually. Oh. Uh, thinking a uh, comment there, everything is in English. I, I think uh, one thing that we wanted to accomplish is to be able to bring in, if it is a Danish brewer or if it is a, a, a world-known presenter like yourself, Jamil. So, so, so for a subject matter uh, expert, it shouldn't be a limitation to be the mm-hmm. best one we can find within Sweden. We want to mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. Uh, globally all the, the 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 yeah the big names, the whatever topic we. We decide to bring it on. Well, and I'd say this: you really, having brought me in, you're uh, really just uh, you know, absolute the highest level of so now we go presenter down. you this, possibly we go down and we, yeah. we could possibly get. <laughs> um, that's you know, that's what you already got. You know, uh, yeah. Well, and I enjoy it so much. Uh, I, you know, if, if you guys have room for me next year, I would love to be there next year. Uh, the next conference is what? March 8th, uh, 2018. March 8th, yeah. yeah. All right. You people all listen and mark your calendars. And I would even go as far as to say somebody in the U S 
who's like interested in a Scandinavian vacation, you know, might want to say, hey, uh, you know, maybe I'll just go over to this conference because especially this year, I mean, there was a solid day of yeast. There was not a person in that room that did not learn something uh, significant for their brewing and improving their brewing uh, that attended that conference. I, I guarantee you everybody got their money's worth unless unless they didn't pay attention at all. Didn't you know, or they were like listening to their iPod instead of actually listening to what was going on. I mean, how do, how does somebody not gain from that? So, I'd say no matter where you are, you know, you, you know, maybe maybe uh, you know, start filling this conference up with a bunch of U.S. people. Let's all go over to Sweden. Yeah. Enjoy so welcome yeah. to join us. <laughs> You're all, all invited. And, and then, then speaking about the topics, uh, well, that, that's one part of the coin. And uh, the other is to have good, knowledgeable speakers that have the, the, the ability to get a good connection with the audience. Because uh, otherwise, you're just... Uh, Listening Talk. to someone reading the same words that they have on the presentation. They're talking but This is about getting connection, and this is about uh, answering questions ad hoc when they appear. And uh, the feedback that we have gotten from the attenders uh, this year was uh, tremendous. They they really, really, really loved the conference. Mm-hmm. So uh, it didn't take us two seconds to decide that, yeah, let's go for another year next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think and, uh, the biggest uh, the biggest problem, and the the yeah, I call it the uh, the negative feedback, was that they were so eager to go home and improve that they didn't want to stay the full day. That I heard <laughs> during lunch. But they did, and they and they yeah. they appreciated yeah. it. Uh, um, well, and uh, what's the website where people can uh, go to register for the conference? It's uh, Croft Beer Malmo. It's, I don't know if it's hard to spell in English, but Croft Beer is, of course, easy. Malmo, M-A-L-M-O dot com. It's pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, just Google search something that sounds sort of like that, and you're you're yeah. good. If you can't, yeah, yeah, and uh, of course, it's not dot com in the end. It's dot S-E-S in Sweden, but uh, yeah. yeah, we'll make sure to register the other domain as well, so it goes to the right. same, same web page. Yeah. And there's yeah. also a, a Facebook page. Uh, Magnus, do we, we write everything in English there as well, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we yes, do. we do. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they make sure so that yeah, it's, it's not always, only... We're already now an event uh, for next year. Yeah, and, that's, uh, and the information's in English. And in Swedish, yeah. you can't you can't go wrong. That's uh, yeah. it's super easy. Um, and you, you know what, Emil? One thing that uh, we uh, that I like from an arranger perspective is that uh, me and Don Magnus, what we 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 are focusing on is the topics for uh, the, the the conference. Mm-hmm. So what we have done is that we, we actually team up with a company that organized also the Malmö Beer and Whiskey Festival. Which is which excellent is, as well. Which the, is the, the, the days after the actual conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they have the expertise and the knowledge about, uh, well, setting up all the, mm-hmm. the facilities. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there were stuff that amazed me. You had an old soft ice cream machine outside of the conference to use and mm-hmm. all of that. I really love that. Uh, we have ticket handling, infrastructure for web and uh, 
mm-hmm. and uh, that that kind of uh, takes away a big load from us that we don't need to t- need to even think about those items more than they should be covered in the budget so uh, then we can focus on getting good topics in and getting good speakers for the conference that's that's uh, that's the main i mm-hmm. main uh, uh, golden nugget i would say from our perspective well and you know the the whole thing is very professionally done um you know because they're they're supplying all that expertise on on event handling it's it's run like a major conference it's just much smaller more intimate and um and i'll also say the beer festival is fantastic it's beer and whiskey and it is like a smaller gabf with much higher end booths <laughs> it's it's really a nice nice festival uh i've done it two years now and and i loved it i thought it was great so uh well and you know speaking of conferences and uh, uh things that are easy uh you know what couldn't be easier is testing your water with the lamotte brew lab oh yes easy Very to good use way to do it. takes 15 minutes you know, it takes longer to address a package, to send your water off and print a label and all that stuff, to send your water off to have it analyzed. You could, in in less time than it takes to package it up and send your water off, you could analyze it yourself. And you get an accuracy of plus 10 minus 10 ppm for most tests, which, you know. Oh, it's right I, there. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's all you need. That's that's mm-hmm. that's you know the precision you want, and I tell you, um, when you can do this at uh, you know about around 125 bucks for the basic kit, or 195 for the uh, the kit with the pH meter, which it's that's a that's a great price for a pH meter. It's a it's a really nice pH meter. It's worth more than the 70 buck difference there, um, or the pro kit 799. It's got a pH meter and a dissolved oxygen meter, and um, and, and aren't the uh, the reagents more and uh, the yeah, uh, more tests more tests and uh, a wider range of tests? Yeah, yeah. For the for the professional brewer, that's what it's geared for. Well worth it. Uh, you know, if you've got a brewery and you care that you use water in your brew, get yourself the Lamont uh, Pro Kit. Uh, we have it at Heretic. We use it. It is easy. It is precise. Uh, we love it. Um, you can go to uh, the Lamont website to order it. You can get it from a lot of different retailers, uh, such as More Beer, our good friends at morebeer.com. Um, I, I, you know, uh, water's a big part of things. It is. The, 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 the thing that people miss a lot of times is they're like, well, what do I add to water? It's like, well, the question is, what, what is in the water to start with? You know, that's going to tell you, you know, what you need to add. That's um, right. You know, without without uh, knowing what, what's in the water, you don't know what to add. So I would highly recommend checking out the Lamont range of kits. Uh, check them out, Lamont.com? Dot com, yes. There you go. How did I figure that out? Lamont.com. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right. Um, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will have more about uh, the beer scene in Sweden right after this. Mm-hmm. 
If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hey there, BN Army. Have you heard the latest at Hop Tech? Since Hop Tech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we are able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. 
This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, the AHA, the conference is going to be in Minnesota. Yeah. And yep. uh, you, John, you're going to be there. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so tickets are on sale right now for the uh, 39th annual Nor- National Homebrewers Conference, uh, aka Homebrew Con, <laughs> uh, in Mon- a. Minnesota. A, a, that land of walleye. <laughs> land of walleye doesn't sound very Swedish to me. You but, betcha. No. Um, yeah, they all say in Sweden, "You betcha." They say that all the time. Uh, but I, I, you know, all right. I and I was telling somebody in uh boy in the UK or in Norway or something they said oh really is the conference that great <laughs> and I keep telling people this is the greatest beer event in the world bar none it is, it it is, is yeah. tremendous I am going and they said oh so are you going uh you know to promote heretic or you know, why are you going? I'm going because I enjoy it, because it's the greatest beer event in the world. Because if you brew beer, there is no finer conference than, you know, or, or beer experience than uh, being a home brewer at this this thing with the, the other 3,500 people that are going to show up. You know, you can turn to anybody and just start talking about, you know, what you're geeky about in beer, and, you know, they're right there for you. It is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, it's really a high caliber of brewing knowledge at the, at this event. Yeah. I mean, lots of people to talk to, lots of great beers to try um, that you know clubs bring and share. Um, it, I mean, some of the best beers we've ever had have been at this conference. There you go. Uh, so June fifteenth through seventeenth in Minneapolis uh, for three days. And uh, space is limited, so you need to get yourself over there now at homebrewcon.org. Or just search for National Homebrewers Conference, Minnesota, 20... This is 17? Yeah, there, 17. There you go. I knew I'd get it right one of these times. Uh, Check them out. All right. uh, So back to Sweden. And the excellent conference there. And, uh, you know, one of the things I noticed uh, when I was there, uh, Dan, Magnus, and Magnus, uh, 
is you guys put on a nice uh, kind of reception in the evenings of the conference where uh, brewers are encouraged to bring their beer and you bring in some other beers and you get to taste what what people are doing uh, locally and uh, frankly I'm, I'm quite impressed with the quality of beer that's being brewed in Sweden and you know kind of the uh, advanced nature of the beer scene there, and the and the you know the beer lovers there, like at the at the beer and whiskey fest. I mean, the people I talked to had quite a uh, an excellent grasp of uh, you know beer styles, and you know where uh, I go to a lot of countries and visit a lot of places, and people are not necessarily as uh, uh, you know. Uh, all keen as they are in Sweden. I mean, even in the U.S., I think a lot of people kind of have no clue as to uh, beer styles like they do in Sweden. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, it, it, it's been a, a quite rapid change, I would say, because if, if we would go back 10 years, then, uh, then I don't think actually much people would have that much knowledge about the different beer styles etc uh-huh. but uh, but uh, with with the involvement of uh, craft breweries and uh, the expansions that we have seen or then just uh, the pure numbers of craft breweries uh, then then it kind of tends to go uh, uh, being an educational effort to to the actual cons- consumers as well to, to the people drinking the beers, mm-hmm. so uh, so um, that that's where I think that most of the educational work towards the different uh, beer drinking people uh, has come. I don't know if you, if you agree there, Don Minus. No, <laughs> no, of course I do. I, I was thinking of uh, I, I think the the in, both the interest and the and the quality. Uh, it comes from a strong movement among uh, home brewing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just like you, Magnus, you when we started our brewery, you 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 brought me some years before that. You you brought me into uh, to the yeah full grain home brewing uh, and, and the yeah the excellent fun hobby that uh, brewing beer is. I, I shouldn't say to to the audience in this show because everyone knows, but but but. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think that brings also in every neighborhood there's someone brewing beer, and they bring uh, also a lot of knowledge to their yeah different parties they attend to, and uh, yeah. And later, just as, as you said, in the last last uh, ten years, there've been so many uh, new brewers popping up. I think we in Sweden we are like maybe f- yeah five ten years behind the explosion that has been taking place in the U.S. and uh, yeah maybe other countries as well like England, UK, etc. But so uh, is this is this uh, this love of of doing things you know crafting things yourself the reason that you all build your own furniture and have have yeah, required the yeah, rest yeah. of the world to build their own furniture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> look around but, your but, office. Look around your home. You have a lot of IKEA stuff. Yes. But but but, uh, but one thing that uh, when you talked here, Don Magnus, uh, that uh, popped up was that uh, when it comes to home brewing, that that has 
just as uh, as the craft beer experience and craft breweries are uh, are getting more and more and more numbers, home brewing has become really really popular uh, in in Sweden. And uh, much much thanks to I know uh, some there are some people called I think it's called the 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 kitchen brewery kit where you yep. can actually uh, brew 10 liters at home uh, i don't know what that is two gallons or something two gallons, like, like two and a half yeah. gallons yeah uh, and uh, and you, you you make a small batch and you get the and get the uh, i think it's extract kit and maybe there's some some add-on where you can do uh, all grain brewing i don't know but but uh, i think that that has been become quite popular and then then people start realizing that oh it's really not that complicated it's it's kind of like him, nature has uh, told the grains that they should become beer somehow yeah. so uh, so uh, so uh, and that kind of when 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 you prove that uh, you can actually do something that is uh, is tasty then then uh, then it's easier to get into the hobby um, if we go back 10 15 years or so then then you were kind of um, Stuck to the the extract kits where you can make excellent beer, but uh, uh, one thing that was lacking back then was the knowledge and the information. Mm-hmm. So 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 people went out and then they bought. Oh, I want to have this uh, Cooper's Log Kit uh, yeah. because I know I like to drink lager beer. Mm-hmm. So they went home and they followed the instruction and oh, it also said uh, add some more sugar to get a higher alcohol volume in Sweden. Alcohol and uh, yeah. Whatever you can do with alcohol <laughs> that is not taxed, that's kind of like something that motivates you. Uh, so, uh, so when they have done that, then they okay. Now it's time for fermentation, and then they put it next to the to the radiator at home. So, mm-hmm. kind of turned out quite bad. Yeah. So, uh, is is this how you got started? How you ended up uh, opening your brewery? Tell us, tell us a little bit about. Uh, 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 Brewhouse uh, nineteen, uh, Brewhouse nineteen. Oh yeah. wow, you you're talking with a <laughs> Dutch accent there. That's excellent. Brewhouse, yeah, I go more Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it like that if you want. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I mean, it's it's a hobby for us that uh, kind of got out of hand, mm-hmm. uh, you can say, and. Uh, I, th- I think it's uh, the, the turning point from going from uh, uh, the hobby brewer to uh, going pro was in 2011 because we had a, a like every home brew gathering. You probably have like a competition or so, and we had uh, one as well. And uh, yeah, cut a long story short, but we had a, also a, a feedback at that session that uh, we got. Uh, better beer than we had in the samples. We bought some commercial samples, and then we had the same style with we have brewed ourselves. Uh, and uh, after that, we started to do the business plan, etc. Uh, yeah, I think we spent like half a year and uh, yeah, yeah, four, and, uh, four meters of Excel sheet. <laughs> <laughs> what styles do you brew at your brewery? Uh, well, uh, currently we brew. Uh, I think it's two, two, no, three lagers actually. Uh, yep. One uh, Czech Pils and uh, one uh, Dortmund Export, and uh, the third one is a double bock uh, or oh. a double bock. And 
Then uh, we have uh, one. Uh, we call it. It's not. It's. it's uh, we call it an international pale ale because it's not an English style pale ale, but it's not. A, it's not an American style APA uh, either. Uh, so uh, we kind of bring in different uh, hops and different yeast from from all of the modern brewing world. That's what. Uh, uh, that's right. I, I call. Um, <clears throat> And then we have uh, an American pale ale and uh, one IPA and then a gluten-free double IPA. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout and uh, we have one uh, one uh, raspberry uh, wheat beer. Yeah, so so it's it's, an, it's different. We, we kind of try to bring according to style. Uh, right. Uh, to 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 a large extent, I mean, we we kind of see it as that's a, that's a if if you go out and you want to buy buy a pilsner, then you should get something that tastes like a pilsner. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. we kind of want to want to market it like that. If uh, I mean, if you're a pilsner drinker and that's the only thing that you've had for uh, 100 years, then you should probably not go for the double IPA because that you will kind of be frightened of that. Yeah. Well, has uh, has Sweden embraced any particular styles? I mean, those are becoming, you know, such that they're becoming kind of recognized as you know, you know, favorites. IPA, IPAs. <laughs> they they are. Uh, um, that that was a trend they said mm-hmm. some years back, but uh, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's a People trend that will IPA. continue for uh, at least. Uh, 20 years around, around yeah. the world people are drinking ipa uh, where is your brewery yeah. located for people who don't know it's in the very southern parts of sweden so sweden is very tall from north to south and mm-hmm. uh, so you talked about copenhagen and malmo so if you go with the car east and a bit uh, northeast from uh, copenhagen uh, for two hours with the car and then you uh, at a small town called Karlshamn. it's the county of blakinge and uh, yeah, so yeah, kind of about halfway, not quite halfway between Malmo and and Stockholm. No, a bit uh, shorter, maybe a third yeah. away. Yeah, uh, to Stockholm. Yeah. Well, and uh, one of the things that uh, we did while I was there was uh, uh, you guys and uh, Eric from uh, uh, Malmo Brewing Company. We got together yeah. there and uh, we did a collaboration brew. Yeah, yeah, which uh, it was. It was yeah. great, and um, I loved our initial kind of uh, you know uh, talk about it on email about what we we're going to do, and uh, we decided on a Mexican pale ale, which was pale ale with uh, corn and jalapenos and limes, and we we put some effort into assessing the ingredients and choosing the right the right peppers and limes and all sorts of stuff right yeah chewing on the spicy stuff yeah we, we yeah <laughs> uh while the hard work was being done we were we were evaluating or we were doing the hard work of evaluating the ingredients yeah well, i think you were you were you were quiet for like an hour after you're chewing to the jalapeno <laughs> <laughs> I'm never quiet. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my favorite moment of that whole thing. We're all we're all in the in the Malmo uh, brew house there, 
Um, yep. And we're standing around, and it's it's uh, uh, you two, and it's Eric, and it's uh, Petter, and yep. um, uh, we're and me, and we're standing there, and then all four of you start giving me shit about something, and you guys are mercilessly teasing me about something. <laughs> And uh, at that moment, I realized these guys are my friends. And, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I mean, I was fully integrated into the crowd. You know, I was no longer the outsider. I was part of the part of the group. And uh, I loved it. It was it was fantastic. I felt uh, uh, very touched that you would insult me so uh <laughs> So mercilessly, all four of you at the same time. I loved it. It, I was like, it, was, yeah, it doesn't take much to make you happy. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, uh, uh, it was fun. Even the critical brick, everything. Yeah. Did they criticize your driving too, Jamil? No, no, John. Oh, didn't uh, go that far, huh? Didn't oh, okay. go that far. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, hey, you guys, don't Actually, don't no one was driving off of that session. Oh, I don't think so. Would be improper. <laughs> we had a great time uh, uh, doing that there with uh, with Malma Brewing. Malma Brewing, they, they make great beers. Um, you guys make great yeah. beers. Uh, like I said, um, you know, there's a lot of great brewing going on in Sweden. It, it appears to me, and I, I think a, a big part of it is you know you look at this conference that you guys are doing, and you have a, like a dedication to quality, and then. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the first conference that I did over there with you guys, the subject was quality. And, uh, you know, you were, you know, laying it out there for everybody. Hey, you know, step up your quality. And um, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the people who are showing up are really passionate about They want to make the best beer possible. Not that other brewers don't want to do that, but these guys are showing up and investing in, uh, making sure that they can make great beer, and you know th- that their beer is going to get better, and I, I think that that's you know spectacular. Yeah. You, you you know, Jamil, uh, the thing about quality and uh, the the first conference or the the conference that we had the, the year before this year, um, <clears throat> one thing that uh, well, the topic was about quality, and we have uh, multiple different uh, species, all about the hygiene and the water quality, etc., etc., etc. But uh, uh, some some key takeaways after visiting different breweries after that uh, that session was that they started to think more about quality and and uh, I know I, I visited some breweries and they they were out on eBay hunting for different lab equipment to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to uh, to do it and that's I mean goes from from seeing stuff on the PowerPoint and having someone talking about it to actually go out and get the stuff that make you better I think that was a quite uh, quite uh, it, it made an impression on me and I think uh, uh, for a lot of them uh, I think that they have actually improved as well in their in their quality of beer and that, that's that's excellent. Well, and yeah. I really like to credit myself with that. Um, I think it's really, you know, uh, it's really all me. It's, uh, you know, that's why, 
It's yeah. uh, really well, working if you're out. If you're in the sales of used equipment, <laughs> you can kind of laugh your way out all the way to the bank now because uh, people are out there scouting for new right, <laughs> for right. used equipment. So. No, I, you know, I, everyone I talk to at the conference are really passionate. Uh, you know, it's, it's mainly, uh, you know, all people from Sweden, but... Uh, you know, I, I tell you, I, I think the you know the future is bright for Swedish beer if uh, you know people keep attending the conference and and uh, focusing like they do and really, um, you know, the the quality level is quite high now. Uh, you know, if they keep keep at it like like they are, uh, you know, it's going to be a powerhouse of brewing. Uh, how many breweries in Sweden right now? Do you know? Uh, I know when we started, uh, as I said, uh, back in 2011, doing the plants, uh, we had 44 active breweries. And the last couple of years, it's been more more or less an explosion. So we're around uh, 300. Wow. As it is right now. But it's kind of, it looks like the curve is, is it's flattening uh, out a bit. So uh, maybe it will not be that uh, steep increase anymore. Uh, so, or at least the coming year. At least 300. And what's the population of Sweden? Uh, 10 million. Uh, 10 million people. Um, that's, you know, that's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, in California, we've got like 800 plus breweries, but it's almost 40 million people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got more per capita than California, which is, California is like one-sixth of the breweries in the United States are in California. So... You're you're exceeding that already. Yeah. So it's it's a passionate beer scene out there. Yeah, and uh, it kind of uh, it, it's it's uh, nice to be part of that. Uh, and uh, w- one thing though, it's uh, w- when it comes to brewing beer, I mean, uh, it's quite important to have the right ingredients as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that kind of uh, brings me into what ingredients uh, that we are getting here. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to malts, I think we have a pretty good situation. So we don't get much of the U.S. malts, but um, I think I think that we have a we have a German malts, and we have. A, I mean, it's more more. I, I, this is my highly un, uh, scientific point of view when it comes to different malsters in Europe. Mm-hmm. So someone might send a hitman after me now, but uh, <laughs> but but if you look at the German malsters, we have, uh, for example, Weiermann. Mm-hmm. They are they are working in decimals when it comes to the different uh, temperatures uh, in, during their mm-hmm. malting process when and then if you move a bit to the to the west of uh, germany you have uh, belgium and there they are kind of more like uh, autistic and maybe they let it uh, <laughs> let, let it uh, go a bit uh, wilder when they do the malting and uh, mm-hmm. you have the special bee it's kind of uh, burnt on one side and then it's uh, oh the belgians on the other side yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then the, then the the English guys they are a bit uh, more yeah in between I would say but they right. also keep these old uh, Maris Otter right, uh, right. Uh, so that you can, can kind of get not yeah, that uh, yeah go to the UK and there's like some old dude who's been working the same job for 45 years yeah. and does it by you know smell or you know there's no measurement equipment anywhere to be seen it's just like Ah, seems right. The same way for yeah. 45 years. It smells right, seems right. <laughs> probably have the right humidity. So yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. kind of... Uh, but, I mean, that's that's kind of craft 
in mm-hmm, the South, mm-hmm. isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think some of the the greatest malts in the world come from from Europe. You know, from there's there's great malts in in Germany and uh, in Belgium and in the UK. Absolutely, especially character malts out of the U- UK. You know, the, the the crystals and the darks are just there's no one better in the world. Uh, I do think that there's some some great malts in the U.S., um, but because of their uh, cleanliness. I mean, they're they're even cleaner than the Germans. You know, it's it's a, mm-hmm. such a clean flavor, or you know, the 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 gold towards uh, you know a lighter flavor, just amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think one of the things that I noticed, um, you know, was the struggle for for great fresh hops there in mm-hmm. in uh, Sweden, especially in the American hops now, like. The German and the UK hops, I think you guys got a, a, a better in than we do in the U.S. But on yeah, well, uh, U.S. hops, it's, it seemed like more of a struggle. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is tricky to say the least. You know, yep. I know contracting is quite hard for you guys, and you and you live close to the good and popular hops. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Our, our challenge is more how to do magic with the hops that we can get a hold of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have a theory that uh, once all of you guys get to do the sherry picking of hops, that leaves the, let's call it, the not-so-sherry hops uh, for other sales. So guess what ends up here? So sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes I don't know. I sometimes get a feeling that the, the imports and distributors are more into the game of uh, to raise prices than to provide good quality hops. You can always play in the harvest and the year and the weather yeah, and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that many or some Swedish breweries that they are they are trying to do some sort of a small scale importing directly from the hop farms in the U.S. Um, so, are you all growing hops in Sweden yet? Or? There, there are some attempts uh, trying to grow hops uh, in Sweden. I mean, of course, it's it's uh, it's fully plausible to do it. Uh, but uh, if you would grow like Cascade here, it wouldn't taste like Cascade grown in, in the U.S. Right, right. It yeah, would, I mean, regional It, it would are... be probably be quite okay, but it uh, wouldn't taste. The, I mean, you wouldn't get the citrusy flavors. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, I've seen some guys that are starting up and they are going much for the model of the German hops, which would make sense because they are quite quite uh, close, uh, both in terms of uh, temperature and uh, and uh, soil, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what, what I see as a problem here is that uh, I mean, when when we make a recipe, then then uh, yeah, you can. You can work it like uh, you uh, you would need to actually maybe have a f- four different hops in your IPA or APA because then then uh, then you know that uh, when the, when the next uh, next crop comes it might that particular hop will not taste as it was supposed to then you can balance it with another one so it's kind of a trick to to get the the mixing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, I mean, I don't know uh, if you look at Simcoe, that's one hop that we use quite uh, extensively. I mean, there's quite different uh, taste in the 2015 compared to the 2016, mm-hmm. uh, at least for the ones that end up here. I know how it's in on uh, on your side, but uh, it's uh, it's not. It doesn't taste like the same hops. 
Yeah, there, well, there's a huge difference uh, field to field. So, I, all right, so next year at the conference, I think um, uh, maybe water, so we get John out there. Uh, we do carbonation. Um, I don't know if there's going to be time for hops. Um, but uh, and, and that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Water, carbonation, maybe some hops. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I will also uh, because I mean, much of the hops that we're talking about, uh, we're talking about late, late edition hops and uh, mm-hmm. dry hopping. Right. Uh, so w- one thing that I'm very much interested in and uh, want to know more about is uh, lupulin powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see that both farmers in the UK and throughout Europe, they are also starting to experiment with it. Uh, so uh, right now, I mean, the the ones that we can get, I think it's uh, Citrite, Simcoe, and it's Amarillo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there are there are there are interesting stuff happening in the very south of Europe. With uh, I think Slovenia, they also have uh, uh, some interesting hops coming up where you can kind of get get the fruity flavors that you normally would associate uh, to the American uh, mm-hmm. hops. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for great hops. Uh, you might check out Great Fermentations. And right now, Great Fermentations is uh, in the process of giving away your homebrew ingredients for 15 years and a Blickman Brew Easy all-grain brewing system. Wow. Yeah. A $10,000 prize, essentially. Uh, Compliments of Great Fermentations. You just need to go to greatfermentations.com slash giveaway, and you can enter for your chance to win. That's all it takes. The grand prize announcement is going to be on Saturday, June 17th, which is, I believe, the grand banquet at the Homebrew Conference in Minnesota. Uh, They're also doing random giveaways every two weeks leading up to the close of the competition. These items are going to be like conical fermenters. Temperature controllers, uh, the new Blickman uh, Riptide brew pump, and even more cool stuff. So check it out. As always, great fermentation. They're going to give you great customer service. Same-day shipping on most items. Uh, They are fantastic people. That's Blickman's homebrew shop, by the way. Greatfermentations.com slash giveaway. Check it out. Like them on Facebook and... uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that other stuff. It is at GR8 Fermentation. And uh, you, too, could be winning $10,000 worth of goodies uh, just by checking them out. All right, let's take a short break. Uh, When we come back, we will wrap up right after this. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture 
Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing, Recipes, Tales, and World-Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at brewerspublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a brew. Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Learning to brew has never been so disgusting. This is Brew Strong. All right. Speaking of disgusting, it is disgusting that the plastic from uh, the ca- uh, used in the Catalyst uh, uh, fermenter, compact conical fermenter, 90% more scratch-resistant than other plastic conicals. 71% less oxygen permeable. It's got a low-profile stand. allows you to put that on your counter, in your fridge, wherever you want. And it's lightweight. Cleaning's a breeze. Unlike other conical plastic fermenters, the whole lid comes off. You can reach your giant monkey arms down in there, get those crusties off the side. <laughs> and perhaps the, the best part of it is a three-inch, three-inch, for God's sakes, butterfly valve at the bottom. And you can just screw on a um, any size mason jar and dump your yeast right into that bad boy. Uh, or dump troop, whatever you want to do. And uh, pretty damn awesome. Uh, check them out at craftabrew.com, the Catalyst uh, Conical Fermenter. I think it's like the the uh, all the 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 way to go in conical fermenters uh, with with uh, you know all the advantages and none of the drawbacks of uh, going plastic. So very cool, it's a nice system. Yeah, check them out, uh, craftabrew.com. All right. Um, what haven't we talked about, uh, Magnus? Dan Magnus? Well, your, your, there's your... a lot of things that we haven't talked about. <laughs> but uh... yeah, we can talk about in polite company. Uh, you know, not like uh, not like when we're collaborating on a beer. Uh, one called, one uh, thing that uh, came finger. to mind was actually, yeah. uh, and this is this is a kind of a shout out to the Swedish listeners because I know you have a few there that uh, uh, for the for the conference that we had and also for the Malmö beer and the whiskey festival, then uh, we brought in a pallet of your beer yes. uh, from uh, Heretic. So you guys so are awesome we, for doing that. 
Yeah, we we. Uh, I mean, it's it's so cool to have you there, and uh, also to uh, to be able to serve your beer. So that's 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 really awesome. Uh, but uh, we, we have we have uh, we have some uh, some cases left or some boxes left of uh, your beer. I think we have a uh, evil cousin, we have an evil twin, and mm-hmm. we also have torment. Uh, oh, yeah, and, that's, that's the ones that we have left. A little bit of shallow shallow grave, I think, also. Yeah, Shell yeah. Grave, oh, GBF yeah, metal excellent, winner, excellent beers, World Beer so Cup you, winner. But yeah, we have a good. we have a beer fest. We have a beer fest on Saturday, so we shouldn't uh, shout out too high, Magnus. No, no, but but uh, but uh, for for you guys but, uh, that are living in Sweden, you can use. Uh, the benefit of uh, uh, the alcohol monopoly that we have, that you can do private import. Just state us, Burgersnitten, as the distributors for, for the beers that you're interested in. It's in 650 ml uh, bottles. So so do that if you want to have a Jamil's beers. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm just supposing maybe we'll do this again next year. So people might oh, want to yeah. get in orders yeah. for yeah. what they want next year. Yep. And uh, maybe we'll that. make that part of it, huh? I'm just saying. Uh, and well, and you guys flew it in. It wasn't like you know dragged on some boat for an endless amount of time, right? Uh, no, I mean, have, have you have you ever seen like uh, Snoop Dogg uh, get to to <laughs> to an event in in a in a bus? In a bu- no, he's going limo <laughs> style. <laughs> Yeah. We fly beer in straight from Fairfield, California. <laughs> right, right. No, uh, when I was there, I tasted all the beers at the uh, the festival and all that, and I, I, they all tasted very fresh to me. So I was very impressed. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. I think it left uh, your brewery on the Thursday and came to uh, us in uh, Sweden on the Monday yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Maybe it was Tuesday morning or Monday afternoon. I'm not sure. It was quite a, uh, a good shipment. Fast. Well, and we will. So March 8th, I'm just saying Evil 3 next year, that could yep. make it as well. I think mm-hmm. people need to get the pre-orders in for Evil Three. That's what they need to do. <laughs> yeah, they, they need to they need to really stand in line for that one because uh, <laughs> that one uh, ended up uh, getting sold out quite fast. Yeah. I think I actually have uh, the last uh, two bottles in my uh, fridge here. Oh, there you go. Well, so there's two bottles for sale. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, no, one. those. Are, <laughs> well, you have one, shall you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, may, may, maybe we should invite some friends over, not to not to sit there and uh, drink that uh, by ourselves. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, and speak, one, yeah, one thing. One yeah. thing uh, that I uh, thought about. Uh, now you might be able to send an extra invoice to your uh, guys at Lamotte, but uh, uh, for, for the for the for the guys in Europe, uh, we actually listen to. To the Brewing Network and Brew Strong, and uh, I contacted right. uh, La- Lamotte, and uh, they they were actually shipping out from the UK as well. So mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's uh, not a big thing to to get all the good things with the uh, with the the base the water kits uh, from Lamotte to to oh, that's good here. In, uh, in Europe. So uh, I, I I ordered it on a Monday, and think I got it uh, the week after. There you go. It's That's good stuff. Good. I, I tell you, we use it. I'm I'm real pleased with the Lamont Lamont uh, products. I think it's uh, well worth the money spent uh, for checking your water. 
All right. Uh, great show, you guys. Thank you so much for participating. I know it's uh, got to yes, be close to 1 a.m. there in uh, in Sweden. Uh, yep. And I appreciate everything, you know, and especially inviting me and convincing me to come the first time. It, it's been a, a serious uh, pleasure on my end uh, coming out and seeing you guys. And I look forward to doing it again. And uh, if if you're ever out my way, please, please let me know. I'd, I'd love to uh, host you here in the U.S. All right. Uh, make sure you check out our other fine sponsors, uh, BlickmanEngineering.com. Uh, John at Blickman Engineering, he is doing some crazy stuff that is going to blow your mind on brew day. So check them out at Blickman Engineering. Check out uh, the great folks at Lamont, Great Fermentations, DHA, the Catalyst uh, Conical, all good stuff. And you can also check out good stuff at the Brewing Network store, thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. There's hoodies, there's hats, there's glassware, there's... Uh, there's uh, hookah pipes, there is uh, uh, condoms, there's uh, banana hammocks, all that stuff small that you need. Yeah, small watercraft, all that stuff that you need to enhance your life in general that you can get from the Brewing Network store. And when you buy this stuff at thebrewingnetwork.com, it all goes to the bottom line of the Brewing Network and keeps shows like this on the air so you can enjoy them free of charge anytime you want. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I guess I'm done. How about you, John? Um, Sounds good to me. (laughs) Bruce Strong. (laughs) Bruce Strong, everybody. (laughs) 